everybody. It's Mike. It's Ranch for nothing. Hey, it's Matt. What the fuck is going on? Jeez. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Take it down a notch. <laughs> yeah, man. 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. We don't get excited anymore? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. This is dead Killing us, man. <laughs> That's funny. Ooh. All right. How was everyone's New doing? Year's? I didn't do Man, shit. It's a New Year's. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what is New Year's anymore? It's just I feel like once day. you're past like 23, it's like, does it even matter anymore? <laughs> yeah, I know. Those party days are over. It's really not worth going out or even staying up. I stay up. I don't know why. I like to stay up. Yeah, we stayed up too, but we just don't really go out anymore for it. I feel like um, I had my company party on New Year's, so it, normally I don't really care to go out, but outside of that i feel like as an adult like new year's is really just kind of like uh like you're putting a pin in the last year in a way and like starting fresh it's like at least some point to hopefully uh you know reset let some yeah, shit yeah. go and move on I, I don't know i i don't i don't really ascribe do you guys do new year's resolutions do you guys even give a shit no, no. Okay, me either. <laughs> to me, it's just like it's just the next day, like that whole like New Year, New Me. Like I think that's just all bullshit. Like it's yeah, like come yeah. on, like the turning of the calendar. Yeah, <laughs> might as well just say that every month. Oh, new yeah. month, new me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like new day, I'm new me. A new person every six weeks or so. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new interest, <laughs> new shit going on. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. It's like trying to work out. It's like I'll do it for like two weeks, and then I'm like, yeah, I want to go back to what I was doing before. <laughs> that was nothing. <laughs> Yeah. I'll go back to my regular schedule, sitting on my ass. Yeah, she ain't sticking. Who am, I, who am I kidding? Yeah, come on. You're, you're married. You're locked up. You're good. <laughs> yeah, it's another reason. <laughs> who are you trying to impress? That's the tricky part. Um, I feel like my wife is. Uh, I mean, you guys are still married, so I'm assuming your wives are good at it too. But like, <laughs> you know, you like pick up new new hobbies or whatever you're into, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. They they stick around. They're like, eh, I guess you're uh, into this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it happens. I'll, I'll uh, give a little teaser, but my pick of the week has to do with that. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Uh, what are we gonna do this week? We're gonna talk about gimmick bands. Okay, before we get into the pick of the week, let's let's set up some ground rules. Let's define what a gimmick band is. So in your eyes, what did you guys think when I said this? To me, I mean, initially, I don't remember the couple examples that you gave, but like somebody with a, like a, a gimmick, you know, whether it be (laughs) a a costume or like a theme or Mm -hmm. like, you know, if, if it's like. The the funny thing is, is as I was thinking about this, I feel like a lot of bands in the genres that we listen to, whether it be like ska, a lot of punk bands, mm-hmm. especially in like the heavy metal or black metal, like um, a lot of that could be considered kind of gimmicky, even though I, I feel like, I mean, like punk in itself is, there's some pageantry that goes on there, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, but... I tried to focus on the ones that like really stood out as having like either a theme or like the uh, 
I guess that's it. Like, right. yeah. Yeah, I was, thinking Any, this, uh... I was thinking the same thing, but I was wondering if a cover band would be considered a gimmick band. Or that could be its own I list. Had... Yeah, like I had... Cover um... bands are such a big genre or subgenre. I had, like, or two... I had two of those on, like, an honorable mention because they are a little bit, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I, I do think that they're their own thing. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that... Say, to they... me... To me, a gimmick band is is kind of it's all about the theatrics, like and yeah. it's tying the theatrics with what the band is saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think lyrics, I think lyrics are a big part of this. Okay. So do they so have like, to have uh, original songs, or could they be like I, if they're a gimmick band? Like say they're a cover band, but they only do. This is one of my picks, but it's, it would be like a one of my honorable mentions, like that Steel Panther band. They're like an '80s cover band. They, they do a little bit of everything. I think they have their own songs. But it's like a fucking hodgepodge of like Van Halen, Motley Crue, and yeah, I feel like that's like getting into like bar cover band type of stuff. Yeah. I know what you're saying though. But they are so big. Like I think that so here's here's the flip side of that where I think it does work is like with Max Sabbath, like yeah. because they do that, but they put a different spin on it to make it yeah their own thing, their own thing. Yeah, I don't. I haven't followed Steel Panther lately, but it, <laughs> I, I believe. <laughs> That they got so big that they did like they tour and have some of their own shit now. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, yeah. I think they started as a cover band, or I think all the band members they, were in cover right. bands and they made their own band, Steel Panther. Here, here's what I would say: if they make songs, if their lyrics are about like living in the '80s, <laughs> like in that heavy metal so. lifestyle, <laughs> then I would say yes. Yeah. But if they're singing about like their girlfriend leaving them like in modern day, I would say no. Man. Oh, really? Okay, so like they have to be like stuck in the eighties. Yeah, I think with that band, it yeah. needs to be stuck in there. Okay, I'm just prepared to get most of my shit vetoed. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I think like one might, but I think I might. I think it wouldn't be safe for the most part. Yeah. Pretty... Yeah, I think that's the main. Like, because I, I was thinking, like, does Coheed count? But then I was, because like thematically, they're very gimmicky. Like, it's like all yeah. about this weird world. That yeah, the comic book thing is... they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that keep popping up too. I was like, I want to consider them a gimmick band. Exactly, but I think because they take their music serious and because there's no theatrics involved. Like, if they were fucking wearing like spacesuits up there, I'd be like, that's a gimmick. Yeah, if they're wearing the you costumes I mean? from the comic book, and if yeah. they had like character names or you know what I mean, if they yeah. like went along with that type of shit, I'd say, yeah, that's kind of gimmicky. Yeah, that, I would consider them then. But I, that's the thing. Like I think it, I think it needs to be in tandem. I think it needs to be like the concept and the theatrics of it need to be mm. tied together. Yeah. See, most of my I think some of mine will fall into that, but like there is the the content of like lyrical content didn't really cross my mind as like a, right. no, a factor. I'm, I'm going off base like solely on like their gimmick themselves, like their theme and what they're right. doing and shit. Well, it should be a fun. Yeah, it'd be a know, fun arguments. Didn't know how nitty gritty we were gonna get about it. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, ah, it was it was kind of last minute. Anyways, all right, yeah. let's do picks of the week, and then we'll we'll get back into this. All right, so I think I was first. My pick of the week is going to be, um, I finally saw everything everywhere all at once, oh, and that yeah. was fucking fantastic. Yeah, that was a great movie. That was like the multiverse movie. Yeah, it put the Doctor multiverse. Strange to shame. Like that was nothing compared to this. To end all multiverses. Yeah. It's just a shame that that was like the hot thing for a minute. Multiverse movies. Like with the Spider-Man movies. and Yeah. And it's so, weird how that all kind of came out like that. Yeah. It was like a fucking deep impact Armageddon kind of thing. Like, oh, multiverse. Let's do multiverse movies. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, 
in the in the film world that's called twin movies yeah that's what they're called like where they come out I, that's another list idea i wanted to do was, yeah, uh, yeah that'd be fun twin movies and then um anyways but uh yeah this was just it was a bonkers ass ride everything mm-hmm. about it was just fun um it was done really well for what it was like you said of all the multiverse stuff um it was great i didn't know until after I saw it, and I was like, who the hell fucking made this movie? It's the same duo that made Swiss Army Man, which yeah. I did not expect and was like, oh, that totally makes sense mm-hmm. with the context and everything. That's how fucking bonkers this movie is compared to how bonkers that fucking movie was. So uh, it made more sense of like why it was so out there. But it was great. Like if you're not familiar with it, um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like The Matrix a little bit. This has got a little of that kung fu like weird yeah like how alternate universe how type works. of thing going on yeah 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 exactly like the the one the was the alpha thing like how they can kind of jump in and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's um, like the same thing yeah it's like that meets like more traditional kung fu movies and like just that weird multiverse type of stuff but yeah. on like it's like if the matrix was like exponentially bigger you know what i mean uh, it kind of felt like that plus um uh be kind rewind like how kind of like yeah. like corny cheesy it was like how they use like just plain old bluetooth yeah. head, headsets to do it yeah. and... Dude, you know what's funny is like i almost said that same thing like when i was writing notes i was like this kind of and then i was like i don't know if that makes sense but it, it i'm glad that someone else yeah. kind of felt I that, that way too. I was like, this is like a poor man's version of the matrix kind of thing <laughs> yeah and not only that like tonally it felt like be kind yeah. rewind too like for some like it was like goofy but serious and you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was like this weird mashup of like tone you know what i mean yeah, like the movie had heart but they like yeah they didn't take it super serious yeah totally it was pretty that was good at times but yeah it, it also really reminded me it, like i had this the same feelings like the emotions like the experience of it was similar to watching sorry to bother you yeah like it was just like so like what the fuck and mm-hmm. you didn't know what was happening and you're just kind of just along for that like fun unexpected ride but uh performances are great stories weird wild fucking wacky like i said mm-hmm. it's just a lot of fun i think that's like what i enjoyed about it is like i couldn't not that you can't predict what it is but things just come out of left field and it's just like oh okay that's crazy i'm i'm, I'm along yeah, yeah. here i am you know it's just like it was just a lot of fun there was a line that was uh i wrote it down here as my notes that was a great like fucked up backhanded compliment that was so good i had to write it down it was uh, i forget who said it but it was like you are capable of anything because you are so bad at everything and i was like jesus <laughs> <Yeah>. christ <laughs> uh, it was uh what's his name the the husband said it to um the main yeah. short the main stack. girl i forget evelyn that was her name yeah short not short stack what's his name uh <laughs> now you got me messed up round uh short round for short round yeah not short stack <laughs> short stack <laughs> Yeah, but he's like when he's trying to convince her that she's like the one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is another like comparison to the Matrix. He was like, You're capable of anything because you are so bad at everything. And I was like, <laughs> Oh man, that is so brutal. Such a good one. Uh, I love but that. he was great. Yeah, the he short was. round guy. I think that was like his first is movie that... in like twenty years. Yeah. Is that data? Yeah, from Goonies. Yeah, 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 same guy. So I haven't seen this yet, but it was on a visual round in my trivia league. Mm. And uh I was looking at it, and I know I had seen the cover, and I had recently watched something with my kids that he was in, and so I saw his face, and I'm like, that's Data from Goonies, and it was like, you know, you're at trivia trying to jog your memory, and Mm -hmm. anyway, it never came to me. Clock's ticking. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it was cool to like, I mean, well, cool that he's still doing stuff, I guess. I hadn't seen him in a long time. 
I think he left the biz and then he came back. I don't know what made him come back, but yeah, he kind of shut out. It's funny because like, I didn't notice it. And like he, he was talking and I was like, why does this guy's voice sound like it was like so weird? It was like kind of high pitched and like mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Who is this guy?" I got a great idea, you guys. Slick shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I looked him up. I was like, "Holy shit!" Fifty dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> and he sounds like the he grown up version like of him. That. Sounds like maybe you know it's not even much more uh, puberty added on to yeah. what he had. <laughs> His balls only dropped halfway. He still sounds pretty close to him. That's a kid. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh man, but he was, he was a lot of fun. Uh, the main girl, Elvin, Evelyn, which was, she was in, what was it? I forget her name. Uh, Crouching Tiger and she's been like those type of movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, she was great. Um, there's a lot of cameos, maybe not a lot, but there's a few cameos that happen in this. Like Jenny Slate shows up. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, she, her using the fucking dog as a mace, like on a leash <laughs> fight, yeah. was so insane. I was like. Like she, it started winding up, and I was like, "Is she gonna?" And then she, I was like, "No way!" Oh, it was so good. She's like literally like hucking this goddamn dog around, <laughs> like swapping people in the face with it. Oh man, I think that and uh, the Rakakuni that whole bit was fucking <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh man, and the rock scene was good too. But mm. like I said, everything about it was just so much fun. Like, and it was it had it had heart. Like you said, it, it was just a. It was a fun story. It was just, I, I highly recommend it. I, I went out and uh, I finally rented it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. Yeah, so there's no way you went down to Blockbuster. Like yeah, I went down to the local local BB, you know, spent an hour looking around. And I was like, nope, this is the one. <laughs> Man, have you been, did you ever go to one like on like their, uh, on their way out? Like the, when there was only a few left in each city? Yeah, like and they just were like didn't... selling like stuff. and Yeah, like they had like, somewhat current movies on the shelves it mm-hmm. just did not feel the same when i went in there i was like this feels weird it's like i could just get all this without coming here now yeah i like, didn't have that same nostalgia walking into it as it does like thinking about it yeah for sure it's too bad that the movie industry didn't figure out like similar stuff to the music industry like with records you know like yeah I think laser discs. just like yeah i think some of it was just like the the fucking the data side of it like digitally the internet wasn't there yet like speeds i mean it took like a fucking day to download a song back then yeah let alone you know what i mean or maybe at that point it was probably closer to like an album or something like that but uh yeah yeah, i think it was just like the speeds weren't there yet and then by the time it was they were so far behind you know what i mean yeah like if netflix saw that and started doing it and even that was like kind of like dude when when Netflix first came out, it was crazy. I remember I signed up for that and we had that, like we got the first Roku like that you could get so we could plug it into the TV. And, uh, I think it had like, I think we literally had like Netflix was like the only app on there. Or like maybe there was like two others and it was so crazy. I was like, this is nuts. Did you use and Netflix you back in like the mail order? Yeah. Okay. So I had the Netflix yeah. account and then they did that. They're like, Hey, we're launching this. I was like, fuck it. Let's try it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like a dual thing. Like, I think at first, like it was just included with your thing. You could use it or maybe it was like a little add on or something, but I don't remember it being much more, but, um, yeah. And it was crazy because like the licensing stuff wasn't there yet. So like literally if, if it was released, you could stream it. Like it was crazy. 
Like there was like no restrictions, like no licensings because they were the only game in town. It was just like, yeah, we'll buy. Yeah, you can show our movies. Everyone was like, yeah, whatever, Netflix, probably. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to pay us? Okay, yeah. I remember thinking, because me and uh, my buddy Evan, we used to have like movie nights and we would do, it was kind of like a themed thing. Like, um, I don't even remember. The only one that comes to mind is trying to watch plan nine from outer space which is supposed to be one Mm -hmm. of the worst movies ever Mm -hmm. um but we'd get like a couple movies every week and watch them and just thinking that it was such a good idea and like in retrospect obviously wishing that i knew anything about investing (laughs) Mm -hmm. and put everything i had in it (laughs) but uh yeah i agree I, I wish I had money back then because that was my thing. Yeah. I remember when that came out, I was like, fuck, man, I should buy stock in this. And I was like, oh, my bank account's $200. Yeah, that ain't <laughs> happening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish I knew how to buy Bitcoin when it first came out when everyone said yeah, it was no like shit. $5 no. or whatever. Yeah, honestly, same thing. I remember hearing about it, but I was like, is that like a dark web thing? Like, how do you even fucking attain one? Yeah. That's yeah, I think that I was my biggest it. hurdle yeah. was like, I didn't know how to get it. Yeah. Like, I knew about it and I was like, oh, that sounds like a promising thing but I had no idea how or where, or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you had a And the money thing too. Yeah. 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 Same. But. When Doge uh, rolled yeah. around though, shoo. <laughs> I, was, I was all in on that. <laughs> yeah. How much did you lose on that? I didn't. I, I made, I got in a, under a penny. Uh, oh, I only geez. bought like, I bought like a thousand bucks worth. Okay. But it went to like 10 at one point and now it was back down to like two or three. Yeah. Did you sell or do you still hold? Um, I have some. I sold probably like half during the uh, AMC and GameStop stuff. Mm, and okay. was kind of... So you made some money then? Yeah. It was, I mean, to me, I, I was ready to lose it all. And uh, I actually had it for about a year. Kind of forgot about it, like set up a Robinhood account. Mm-hmm. Bought it. My little brother told me about it. And then one morning he texted me. He's like, you look at Doge today? And it was at like five cents at that point. I was like, holy shit. And and then it just kept, you know, it went up. I don't remember what it did, like 14 cents or something. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. You're like the living embodiment of uh, the wolf on Wall Street buying penny stocks. That's right. <laughs> I should have bought a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hindsight, you, man. Just yeah. buy a Lamborghini with all the Doge coins, like all those dumb fucks were doing on that credit yeah. and shit. Yeah, I got my Lambo. <laughs> and put a wrap on it around the <laughs> cruising the snow he's got like snowmobile fucking tractors on <laughs> oh shit yeah uh, all right matt what's your pick <sighs> okay i think i settled i watched this a while ago this watches it came out back back around like halloween it was uh the all quiet on the western front netflix movie it was the world war one movie that came out based on mm. the uh based on the novel that movie, it's it's a little long. It's two and a half hours. It's all subtitles. It's all in German and shit. Oh, dang. But that movie will keep your attention somehow. I don't know what what it did or how it did it. The uh, the cinematography of that movie is fucking amazing. It's like, uh, it's a lot of, like a lot of long still shots of just like scenery and landscape shots of like, you know, troops walking by and just nothing happening because fucking world war one was a trench warfare so it's just people <laughs> sitting in their foxholes and shit doing nothing but then like the whole start of the movie I don't, i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the novel or the movies or whatever but the fucking whole thing's just about glorifying war 
and these kids sign up for it, not knowing what they're getting into. Then Germany's just selling it. Like you have to do this, do this for your country. You're going to be like, I don't know. It's a bad way of saying it, but like, you're going to be rock stars. Like you're going to be, uh, you know, rich and famous for this type of shit. And all the kids are just eating it up. But then mm-hmm. once they get into it, they're like, this is the fucking worst decision I ever made. <laughs> and it just shows like these kids are fucking scared as hell. Fucking nervous as all hell. It's pretty scary moments. And then the, it has like a crazy, not, well, I shouldn't say it's crazy, but the score of the movie is not what you would think for a World War One movie. It's kind of like a, yeah. not like electronic keys. It, it sounds like something like Kurt, Co- or not Kurt Cobain, fucking Trent Reznor would do for uh, like a okay, movie. Okay. And it worked really well with it, which is really surprising. So like that, interesting. So that like sucked me into it. The cinematography sucked me in. But yeah, I was like, this is really fucking good. I feel like this if this movie doesn't get nominated for like best foreign film for an Oscar, it'd be a crying shame. That's crazy. I did not know that it was in a in German. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like a. I think it's like German and French. Like it was like no English spoken at all. It's all subtitles. It's nuts. I almost watched that the other night. And then the runtime on it was like, ah, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, that's what kept putting me off. I was like, yeah, not right now, not right now. And then I finally just bit the bullet and jumped yeah. into it. It's amazing. You guys should watch it. That's cool. Yeah, I'll probably give it a shot. I, I remember wanting to watch it when I for like first saw that trailer and was like, even like not being huge in to like war movies, I was still like, yeah, that looks fun. Mm-hmm. It looks good. But yeah, I'll cool. check it out. I don't mind. I actually kind of like stuff with subtitles, especially with kids because i can either watch it low mm. or i don't have to worry about what they're saying uh-huh. yeah and uh i watched that uh series on apple tv tehran and it's a lot of it's in subtitles mm. it's about a Mossad agent um it's pretty good mm. um anyway i could watch it because it's in subtitles yeah 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 we have closed captioning on in this house like 24 7 yeah, <laughs> yeah everything now too yeah i guess that's an option too <laughs> But that, that's another reason why you're kind of hooked on watching because you have to read the subtitles. It's not like a yeah. If it's in English, you can like kind of make up for it and just dick around on your phone. But yeah, this yeah, one you actually have pulls to read you in the whole time. That's yeah. a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic that's film. Sweet. It's fucking brutal too. The death scenes and shit. Oh god! Like if you if you every time I watch Saving Private Ryan, and the fucking Jewish guy gets killed by the knife, that slow fucking. He's like begging mm-hmm. for his life, kind of thing. It's like that mm-hmm. shit nonstop. So it's like, oh my god, this is a bit much. <laughs> That's funny. Like there's one death at the. It's, it's towards the end. I don't, it's, it doesn't give away anything, but the way he kills him, it's a knife kill. But then like he kind of regrets doing it, so he tries to save him. And then he like, <laughs> and then he's like, "Fuck, this isn't working." So I might as well just kill him. So it's like, Jesus Christ, make up your mind, kid. Oh man, oh, he's like, should I? Shouldn't I? Yeah. That's funny. Oh, it's, it's fucked up. Yeah, but that's probably how, like, I feel like that's how Yo. it would happen. Yeah. You're like, yeah. you do it in the heat of the moment, and you're like, oh, shit, what did I do? And then you're uh-huh. like, yeah. and they're suffering, and you're like, ugh. <laughs> yep. And then like, that well, plays in for the rest of your life. Yeah. Ugh. yeah, especially in, like, in the context of that, because it's like, it's not like you have anything against this one person. It's oh, just yeah. like, it's it's all ideas. Like, you're fighting ideas. Yeah. Even then, like most of the time, it's not even, well, I don't know. Like, I don't, the shit we go to war for, I don't feel like I ascribe to those ideas. So, no, no, No. I couldn't do it. No, those kids are just getting sold on it, which is even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nowadays everything's fucking drone strikes and shit anyway, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
What a... I was watch. I can't remember what it was, but it has a hit in it that does drone strikes, and uh, just like the like weird because he basically lives in Vegas and goes to work, blows people up, you know, yeah. and then. Was it the kid uh, from the guy from Breaking Bad? Was it was it him in the movie? That, that sounds no, familiar. I, it it might actually be this. I think it might be this Tehran series, actually. It has a guy in it that, yeah, now that I'm thinking, it's weird because they have, like, a few different, like, you, ha- you kind of see both sides, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you see the Iranian side, and then you see mm-hmm. this Mossad agent, and anyway. <clears throat> um, so. Is that your pick of the week, Chase? No, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, I was just curious. <laughs> it was like, it was going to be a nice segue if it was at all. <laughs> My pick of the week has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> but I was just thinking about, like, the kind of just the mind fuck that, like, going to work, like, you live in Vegas, you go to work, you blow up, you know, some goat farmer in a foreign country. Yeah half the world away yeah and then and just like the mental anguish that he goes through and anyway it's kind of a trip i feel like there was i saw something like that it had nothing to do with that i don't know if it was like part of a tv series or like maybe it was like that jack ryan. oh it was jack ryan yeah, yeah. that's it okay i was like <laughs> as soon as like you I've went there yeah, yeah 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 that was trippy yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about because as soon as you said that i was like i feel like i've seen this yeah and his, the person he works with gives him a dollar every kill he gets and he makes like a hundred bucks and goes and plays roulette roulette yeah. and then makes like i don't even remember tens of thousands of dollars flies over there and gives it to this dad yeah. of the kid he blew up yeah that was a crazy little story yeah and had like almost nothing to do with the actual storyline but yeah, it was it was basically just setting up the the whole idea of like modern warfare and yeah. like all that type of stuff. Yeah, I think it was like I'm trying to think. That was a good show. I, I never watched. I watched the first season of that, and then I never watched the newer ones. I think there's like two or three. Three, three just came out like a week okay. ago. I already watched it. Um, Is it good? Yeah, yeah. They uh, uh, end up back in Russia, and uh, yeah, it's good. Cool. I think I need the... to get back. I need to get back and watch those again. Those are fun. Yeah, I didn't know there was three seasons now. I thought that was the second one that just came out. The first season came out like fucking years ago. Like I feel like it was before our kids were born. Yeah. Right when John Krasinski got jacked. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen hours of movie. That was a good one. So I'm talking about. Yep. He does a good job in that role, though. It's he does. It's believable, I think, because he's not like, I don't know, like he's dorky enough that like the analyst mm-hmm. part of it is believable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. And then. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Chase, what's your second pick of the week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my second pick of the week is pickleball. <laughs> the game? Sport? The game. <laughs> Have you guys tried this out? Uh-uh. Uh, no, but it's a huge thing around here in Pennsylvania. Oh, man. I hear a lot about I... it, but I've never seen it happen, like seen it play, and I never played it myself. Yeah. So I, my, my wife's from St. George, Utah. And that's kind of where it really took off. It's like a it's like a retirees game. It's like tennis for old people. Yeah, it's like and, a uh, miniature tennis game, right? Yeah. And so I think we were dating, but her brother had bought a house downtown, and they had just put some courts in at this park, and we went and played it. And it was fun, but like never really picked it back up. 
and uh this summer she had been telling me like we should go out and play like uh she's she likes old ladies and a few of her <laughs> her friends play and so i on a whim i just bought us some paddles and uh went out and this is like three months ago four months ago and i've played like not every day but a few times a week every morning since then <laughs> like that's funny i've not missed a beat and uh and it is like all retired people mostly <laughs> um but i guess during the uh like covid lockdowns and stuff uh, a lot of you know tech bros and uh youths got into it and so the the sport's kind of shifting it's um you know getting a little more aggressive and stuff and there's courts popping up everywhere but it's fun because it's super easy to pick up um it the the learning curve is pretty shallow at first like obviously once you get to like a competitive level like fine-tuning everything is hard but at least getting competent enough to where you can play with just about anybody only takes a few weeks if you're like relatively athletic and the coolest part for me is like the community part of it um okay like we just went down to saint george um a month ago or something uh or i don't know when that was it was like right before we did the last episode um and we stayed at this kind of condo complex that had six courts and every morning i just walk over there and people would just be like hey you want to jump in on a game and like super friendly <laughs> i met like 20 new people and uh you know they'd like uh you know give you their backstory and everything and it's like a good kind of fun networking thing too and <laughs> that's funny yeah uh it's anyway like the new golf yeah it is really like i equate it to golf a lot other than it doesn't occupy as much time and uh mm. you know a little less expensive point of entry um, yeah, that's that's always a plus. Yeah. So our rec center has indoor courts that they set up every morning, and uh, I don't know if I've actually seen a court. What? How is it like a racquetball court? I don't even know what the hell it looks like. Um, it's so you can play it on half of a tennis court. Um, so okay. like our outdoor courts will have two on either side of like a tennis net. Um, mm-hmm. and is there a net involved? Yes. Okay. So it's kind of like a mix between tennis and ping pong in a way. So it's played with like a hard paddle and a sort of a wiffle ball. Okay. And the concept is similar to ping pong other than you're standing on the surface, you know, but mm-hmm. it's a slower paced game. Um, and I don't think, you know, you're not moving around as much as tennis. So a little easier. Yeah, it's for... not as much ground to cover. Yeah. Um, Do you play it as a team or is it one-on-one? So most these the people I play with tend to do teams, and I think that's the most popular way to play it. Um, okay. Again, like what are we talking? Like two on two, three on three, two on two. Okay. Yeah. So it would be it'd be basically doubles, um, gotcha. in tennis or ping pong, um, and you can play singles. And I actually I like it because it's a little bit more of a workout. Yeah, um, yeah. But the like really fun rallies you get is usually in doubles like the games last a little longer and yeah you know, i always equated it like when people explained it like kind of like badminton yeah the courts are um very similar to badminton in okay. size but the net is it's lower right it's lower than a tennis net oh it's even lower than a tennis net yeah. okay interesting 
yeah right. anyway it's a it's a fun game it's a good way to get a little little workout in and uh meet some people so i'm just trying to figure out how to retire now should have bought more <laughs> more dogecoin do you uh do you celebrate by eating pickles um no not usually do you have teen names and they are they all like pickle puns <laughs> no <laughs> like deal with it <laughs> that's uh <laughs> You've been sitting on that one for a while, haven't you? <laughs> no, actually. What did I? I heard one right on uh, on Instagram. Oh, Bala Bala Dills. Yeah, they're, they're, they're <laughs> talking. I feel like pickleball is like rife with people that love puns. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, they got a lot of time on their hands. Yeah, it's true. Um. Anyway, uh, it's it's cool. You should check it out. All right. All righty. So now back to this gimmick thing. Gimmick bands. Here we go. Here we go. I got first pick. Um, where's my list at? Where's my list at? All right, I'm gonna go with the band that started this whole thing. Um, so like on a whim, about like a week or two ago, I had that super rad song stuck in my head by the Aquabats, and I was like, damn, I'm listening to Aquabats in a minute. So I went on this fucking Aquabats tirade, and then I remember that they had a kids show. And I got my kids watching the Aquabats Super Show, and they were loving it. So it was like the last like two weeks has been like all Aquabats. It's been great. I love it. And uh, yeah, that's my pick, the Aquabats. They, uh, if not familiar with the Aquabats, they're a ska punk band. I think their biggest claim to fame is that Travis Barker was their original drummer, or maybe not their first drummer, but was their. He was on the um, the album with Super Rad. I forget the hell the name of it now. But uh, their biggest album, I would say, probably. He drummed for that, and then they were on tour with Blink-182 when Blink-182 fired Scott. And uh, they were like, hey, Travis, do you want to fill in? He was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then uh, and then Blink blew up, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to go play with these guys instead of the Aquabats. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history, as they say. And he married a Kardashian, you know? Yeah, what a weird <laughs> what a weird life path that dude has had, right? Same with fucking Pete That dude dudes. went from... Gonna... Yeah. I don't know how the hell that even happened. Like how he's doing this. <laughs> and like know. why he's so big. I don't understand it. Who, Pete Davidson? Yeah. Every time like he's he's all right. He's... he's not like hilarious, but I don't get it. I think he's funny enough. I think he's got I don't want to say the sympathy card, but the whole like dad nine eleven thing. I think there's a little bit of sympathy there. But I think he's funny enough to where that's not like the reason. Yeah. And I, I think he I, think, I think he's probably just like a decent dude. And I think he's probably easygoing. And I think that goes a long way in Hollywood. I heard I he's there's not enough like just decent people. <laughs> I heard he's got a hog. Yeah, I heard he's got big old. Yeah, but I mean like that. that yeah, but that doesn't have any bearing on like the comedy world. Like, it's funny. Lord Michaels doesn't care about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Maybe it does. Oh, we're talking about that kind of success. It's a new world. Oh yeah, I was talking about overall <laughs> success. I didn't know we were talking about lady success. <laughs> well, no, I was, I was talking about like all of it, ladies and yeah, yeah, yeah. talent. It's like he's like pretty funny, but how has he like landed all these movies and? He's guest starring and all this stuff. It's like he's because he's like a hot name right now. I, I think that's really is. I think he's young. I think he's fucking. He shows up and I think he does the work. Like I, I think he's just easy. It's like the same thing with um. There's a couple people like that, like Tom Cruise. It's like he's just professional. He just shows up and does his job. Mm. You know what I mean? And people like that. Like he's might not be the best actor out there. Yeah. Like now he's kind of carved his niche and. Yeah, you know, like fucking being the action guy and like doing his own stunts, and that's like changed it for a while. It was just like, the fuck is Tom? Outside of the, you know, outside of the face, like who gave a shit about Tom Cruise for a while? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's what it was. Like he showed up and he didn't cause a stir. Yeah, 
and he made millions and millions of dollars. It's kind of it's like uh, it's like uh, fucking like Michael Bay or something. It's like why does he keep getting jobs? Yeah, because he gets the job done. You know what yeah. I mean? He makes billion yeah, dollar movies not, somehow. Yeah, he's not like Darren Aronofsky, where who makes amazing movies, but you know, it's like he's gonna fight you tooth and nail for what he wants, and he's probably gonna go over budget, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like for I think he's it's like the it's like the goody two shoes in the class. You know what I mean? He's just like. And I think uh, Pete Davidson's like the class clown version of that. Yeah. He's just stoked to have a job. He's like, yeah, he's like, ah, you, you guys hired me. It's like, this yeah, is he's awesome. taking whatever they offer. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a good point. Like he's like a fucking Labrador retriever. He's just like, yeah, man. Yeah, he he reminds me of like a more lovable version of like Jay Baruchel or something. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he's cynical. Yeah, I don't know if he's as creative as Jay. But nah, I don't think so. Um, but maybe that's what makes him a little better is because he doesn't care as much. He's just like, fuck it. Doesn't have do his it. own ideas. He just yeah. shows up and does the job. Yeah. And honestly, there's something to say about that too. For you know sure. I mean? Like, he's not going to be like, I think I want to do it this way. He's like, nah, fuck it. I'll do it how you want it. Yeah. He's like the perfect coworker. Oh, man. How did we get on that? I don't even know. How did we? Oh, we were talking about Travis, Travis Barker. Barker. Somehow Matt, oh, then, Matt pulled that out of his right. ass. And then what's her name? Kardashian. He's just right. And then, yeah than him yeah oh man so so i was watching the aquabats show and um the guitar player during that era which is like the mid 2000s into the 10s and stuff like that um i forget his name is like eagle fang or something like eagle hawk or something eagle eyes i don't remember his name but uh um he was one of the founding members of death by stereo the guitar player for the aquabats <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I was like, I was like, who is this guy? He's a good guitar player. I was like, where did he come from? Because he wasn't the original guitar player. So I was like, oh, who the hell is this guy? And I looked him up, and it was like he wrote like he was part writer for I would say like eighty percent of if looks could kill and watch you die. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I, I was like, that's amazing. Uncle Bats was never like a super group, right? It was just people left and went on to do better things. No, yeah, yeah. There, it was just it's basically the the main singer guy um what's his name he's a mormon dude yeah um what the hell's his name chad no not chad chaz something with a c something mormon (laughs) some mormon ass name (laughs) chase (laughs) clifford that'd be funny if it was chase chris oh his name's christian christian jacobs close Anyway, so it was basically him and a couple of friends. Like, it started as kind of just like a jokey kind of like fun band, which it is. And then um, it kind of morphed into something bigger when it kind of took off. Like, I think at first they were kind of like, they didn't have the theme as much. Like, they were silly. They were, I wouldn't say, like, they were more akin to like the Vandals. Like, they just made silly songs. And it wasn't until their second album. Um that they be kind of like became like the superhero thing and like took on like that um like theme lyrically like they they sang silly songs in that first one the return of the aquabats the fury of the aquabats that's the one with uh that's the big one with Travis Barker on it that's when they kind of like started singing more about like being superheroes or you know what I mean crime fighters that they are mm-hmm. but uh yeah anyways that dude's had a crazy trajectory too cuz they had that He's the one that uh, created that Yo Gabba Gabba show on Nick Jr. back in the day. Good show. Yeah. Don't think I know that one. Was that a kid's show like when we were kids? 
Or like a more recent. It was like a little after us. Oh, okay. Yeah. I watched it with my daughter, who's 13. Yeah, so I was going to say, oh, it says here, 2012 to 14. So it was about 10-ish years ago. Yeah. No, fucking, yeah, 10-ish years ago. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, Aquabats are fun. Scott Punk Band. They write good, catchy tunes that are also fucking hilarious. They have so many albums that I didn't even know about. I literally had heard maybe two and a half albums. I, I knew the first album and The Fury of the Aquabats. And then the next album came out in 99. And I think I've listened to that one, but I never really listened to it. But they've since put out, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten albums. Wow. And they put out, they split in like 11 and they reformed in 19 when the show kind of got like a resurgence and they, they put together an album, but then they had a new album in 2020. So they kind of had a little resurgence here in the last couple of years. Damn. I kind of hope they tour again. Cause I'll be like, dude, that'd be fun. Take our kids to it. <laughs> it's an all ages show. Yeah. When did they start? I the first album came out in ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've uh, ever listened to them. I just always known of them. It's like Guar for me. Like I've oh, never, really? never really sat down and like listened to an album of theirs. I just know of them because yeah. of their gimmick. Like Yeah, I mean if you listen to like it was similar to like, you know, like that Lesson Jake much goofier and like more it's it they're like like if Devo played ska punk. Hmm. Okay. I don't know if that says anything, but that's that's kind of what they do. But uh, yeah, whatevs. It's good stuff. They're fun. I caught. I never. I caught like part of one of their shows one time. I didn't see the whole thing. I don't know what happened. If we showed up late or we left early or one of the two. But uh, it was fun. Like I remember they were like crowd surfing this little kid around and. <laughs> They had like uh, these like blow up beach balls, yeah, were, pool yeah, toys beach and, balls stuff. and stuff. <laughs> they like put out in the crowd and yeah. I, I saw like, them. Oh, man, at... I wish I would have seen more of these guys. I know I saw them a few times. The one that's most memorable was at the sanctuary. I think. I think that's the one I probably that was that is the one I went to then at the sanctuary because yeah. that's where I saw them. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah, I, it would be fun to see them now because I think I'd appreciate it more because I think at that time I was like. Scott Punk wasn't as cool anymore. You know, this was probably 97-ish, 98, 90. It might have actually been later than that. It probably would have been on that 99 tour. Now that I'm thinking about it. Do they have any original members still? Or is it all a hodge, It's like a hodgepodge of people now? Yeah, I think the the main guy, um, the Bat Commander, MC Bat Commander, and Crash McLarson, I think, are original. Um, I don't know if anyone else is. I know the drummer's been like a revolving member. Um, Jimmy the Robot, who plays keyboards, has been in the band since 97. So he's been in it since their second album. And so those three are, I would say those three are pretty much all original members. And then, uh, yeah, the drums and the other guitar player, or drums and guitar player, kind of been swapping in and out. Eagle Bones Falcon Hawk, that's the guy, (laughs) the guitar player. His name's Ian Foles. Fowles? I don't know how you say his last name, but... Yeah. Founding member of Death by Stereo. That blew my mind when I saw that. Mm-hmm. Craziness. That's awesome. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah, I, I think there's other bands that I think are probably better gimmick bands and better gimmicks, maybe even better bands. But the Aquabats are probably the one I listen to and know the most songs about 
of them yeah. as far as gimmick bands go. So they're great. Gotta take them. You yeah. actually listen they to are. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And all of, I mean, the thing I appreciate is the, I mean, between, I guess just the super show. I mean, Yo Gabba Gabba, if you want to count it, but like just putting out other stuff. And uh, like when you were mentioning it'd be fun to see him now, like, it's something I would take my kids to that would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> so yeah, totally. It'd be fun for everyone. Fun for everyone. <laughs> All right, All Matt. Matt, what do you got? All right. Yeah. So my list is, uh, Judging all these on their gimmicks themselves, because I don't think I've ever actually sat down and listened to any of these bands whatsoever. Like it's more of like a mm-hmm. "it's funny, show your friends" type of thing. Mm-hmm. But if I, well, this one I probably listen to the most, but I can't really say I've listened to it like driving to work or something. Let's see if I don't know if they even count. Let's see if they get vetoed. I'm gonna go with Green Jelly or Green Jello, whatever they're called. Because <laughs> I'm thinking of their music videos, they all had like a weird costumey, like kids gimmick thing. But the band itself, I don't think dressed up. They did in the in the yeah, videos, that's... but I don't know. I don't know familiar. what their gimmick. I know was. we talked about them in one of the. I think we did on the funny song food episode or the food one. Yeah, but they definitely have like some. They have a gimmick, but I'm, I can't get really nail it what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's. I don't think I know enough of that band to to make that call. But my my gut says they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Veto. Uh, I just love all their music videos because they're all, like all the music videos are like a gimmick. Like they're making fun of cereal. They're making fun of like fairy tales and fucking kid stories and shit. Yeah, I feel like that the, they're in like a they're in like a realm of like the vandals you know what i mean yeah like they're just a silly band or like primus you know what i mean yeah they might be more of like a parody band but yeah the costumes those costumes were so cool in the videos did they have co- i don't know that see i don't know that they have well, not the bands themselves but like the music videos like the theme of the music video like the costumes yeah, they yeah, use yeah. and shit so i think that's the i think that's the line like if the band were to dress up i, I might give it to you yeah. like like slipknot like i think slipknot's a, a gimmick because of the the dress yeah, yeah, that's like a my, war kind my honorable mention situation. List. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, well fuck. I'll right. take that one off then if you guys are vetoing it. <laughs> it's it's like, just it. nice to have somebody else getting vetoed, <laughs> you know? <laughs> They're going to be my number one honorable mention. <laughs> All right. All right, then uh, I'm going to go with, because uh, I, I definitely have my favorite, but I highly doubt you guys have ever heard of them, so they're like super safe. Um, gotcha. I'm going to go with my number two pick then. It was already mentioned. I'm going with Max Sabbath, the McDonald's Ooh, Black nice. Sabbath band. Again, I've never listened to them. Like, I, like I'll listen to like 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, that's pretty funny. And then I'm on, on with the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I watched, uh, there was a video, I think it came out like four years ago, where Jack Osborne shows his dad, Ozzy, the band. Like, it's like a mm-hmm. big surprise thing. Yeah. And that, that was pretty fun to watch. He got like a kick out of it. He was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and he, like, cool. he was kind of like offended at first, but then like once he started hearing the lyrics, <laughs> like this is pretty funny. Thank, yeah. thank you for clarifying who Jack Osborne's dad is. <laughs> <laughs> never know. <laughs> yeah, you his never dad, know. Ozzy. You, you know, his famous him. dad. <laughs> Who's uh, somehow funny. still alive. Every time I see him lately, it's like, how the fuck are you still walking around? Drinking all that chicken yeah. blood. Yeah. It's good for your heart. You not have yeah. fat pox or some shit in your system. Just ready to fucking blow up the world. 
how old is Ozzy? Ozzy is 74. Yeah, how is that dude alive still? He's only 70. He looks older than 74. He's young. I thought he was in his Who's going to die first? Him or Keith Richards? 83. What? Who's going to die first? Who's going to die first, Ozzy or Keith Richards? Ozzy, for sure. How old's Keith? Keith's 79. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a good 30 years left in him. <laughs> yeah, he's, Keith's like a fucking cockroach. I don't know if he's ever going to he's gonna croak. He's like those fucking World War II yeah. vets that drink whiskey and smoke cigars all day and are totally fine. Yeah. What about Keith Richards or Mick Jagger? They're both the same age. I feel like Mick looks like he's in better shape. Like Keith Richards looks a little rough. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I feel like Keith is gonna outlive them all. They've both gone pretty hard, though. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard Mick does a lot of uh, does a lot of working out, a lot of uh, cardio. Cause he's, yeah. yeah, you ever pickleball? Ever seen him on stage? Yeah, he's, he's still he bouncing around on stage. Always stays agile. But then I feel like that's always like the shit luck of like, oh, I'm hel- I work out a lot, I eat healthy, and then I croak before the, all the yeah. assholes that eat and drink like shit. Yeah. That's life for you. I have a theory about that. I feel like you have a certain amount of heartbeats. And <laughs> so sometimes lazy people just live longer because their heart hasn't beat that much. Because <laughs> yeah, their heart rate doesn't go above 80. Yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like I don't know the science behind it, but I think that's completely wrong. <laughs> it is. I mean, I don't think scientifically, but, you know. I know. You got all these, like, you know, super athletes who just drop dead. I'm like, uh, oh. Working their heart too hard. Uh, that's funny. Damn that steroids they're taking. Yeah, I think there. I think there is a line between overworking and underworking. You know what I mean? For sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like pickleball is that middle ground. Yeah, that's, 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 that's going to keep you going success. through your nineties. <laughs> I'm living forever. <laughs> what was your secret, Chase? Oh man, <laughs> you're never going to get And pickle oh, juice. I started playing Pickles senior citizen games when I was thirty. <laughs> so it kept me going. Yep. <laughs> It's that and backgammon. Oh man, Keep, keeps my yeah. life fresh. I feel like with most keeps it sharp. Like you said, Matt. I think most of these like gimmick bands are like uh, they're fun for like five or ten minutes, and then they get yeah. old. I can't see anyone actively listening to these bands. Like, like that's no. my fucking like, Led Zeppelin. No, like, yeah, like like who's out there like jamming these these bands? Uh, at the Aquabats, I can kind of see. There's a couple bands that I can see. Most you know of I mean? mine I listen to. So like okay. I and maybe I like I don't put like a negative connotation on the gimmick part. Mm-hmm. It just is, you know, if they have a thing like a shtick, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. they go but for. Yeah, like I said, I think some of them work. I just think that some of them, like Max Sabbath, I'm like, that was funny. Like it's more, yeah. of a, it's more of the yeah. joke. than the like. Yeah. To me, that's a little bit more of like, I don't know if it's parody, but you know. Yeah. 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 Mine are all, you know, serious bands that just have like <laughs> a, a gimmick. <laughs> just so happened. <laughs> a little fun. That's right. Oh, uh, that's funny. So, uh, I'll I'll see if you're going to allow mine. Uh, <laughs> right. So Shoot. my first one, this one popped into my head, and I was actually super excited about it because uh, the fact that they're uh, actually a punk band, um, I feel like this makes it a gimmick, and so you have to allow it. But it's Mariachi El Bronx. No, that's totally oh, a gimmick. Damn, I didn't yeah. think of that. I was I thinking either. of like, that, more that's... joke bands. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love this band. And uh, <laughs> the the interesting thing is, so I just was going to pull up their Wikipedia and see, like, 
kind of origin story or whatever, which it does give it to you, but on Wikipedia, it doesn't distinguish that Mariachi El Bronx and the Bronx. It says that Mariachi El Bronx is the fourth studio album from the punk band, mm. the Bronx. And, but all of my albums by them are Mariachi yeah. El Bronx. Yeah. And so, and if you go on like discogs, it has yeah, their yeah, discography. Yeah. Um, but basically it's, uh, the punk band, the Bronx, who, uh, at some point, um, I'm trying to remember that they were supposed to go do like an acoustic set or something. And it kind of inspired, like they did it kind of mariachi style mm-hmm. and they were like, Oh, this would be a cool thing. Like he said, he thinks it's stupid to do rock songs in acoustic basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so it inspired them to go and I think write some mariachi songs and apparently like that first album, which is probably still my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, just came to them like so easy that the like lyrically which it's not like lyrically it's not super gimmicky it is kind of uh i would say inspired by mm-hmm. mariachi or ranchero music um in theme like a lot of love songs are like almost like uh just kind of like a cowboy aspect to some of them like the or not maybe not cowboy but uh uh outlaw type stuff um Anyway, I'm a fan of mariachi music in general. Like, I listen to actual ranchero music, like Vicente Fernandez and stuff. And so having a punk band that I already love go and make music like this was just, like, it was a perfect fit for me. So Yeah. I I remember when they first, like, announced that. I was like, what? And then I was like, I listened to it, and I was like, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> really fucking good. And they do, like, the full... I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen them perform, unfortunately, but they wear, like, yeah, full-on mariachi outfits, and they sound yeah. awesome. Like, the quality yeah. of the music is really good. I yeah. I play it for... Uh, my buddy owns a Mexican restaurant here, and I've played it for him, and they're like, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they took it seriously, and it's totally a gimmick because, like, yeah, they, they, they go all in on the garb and, yep, and the, uh, and totally, I think, with the, being the gimmick is that they're a mariachi band, like, like you said, like, tonally, like they sing about that type of stuff, and right. it doesn't seem out of out of place at all. I've seen them live. Yeah, it's a cool. I've seen them live once or twice because they had kind. Of, oh, really? They had like a. Uh... I don't know. I wouldn't call it like a residency here in Vegas, but every like Cinco de Mayo, they would play at the Cosmo at like a bar, at a, uh, like a lounge bar kind of thing. I remember seeing them oh, like, that's awesome. cool. I saw them like, it was like once or twice back to back kind of thing. Cause I, I saw them once. I was like, that's awesome. They're playing. And then like the next year I was like, they're fucking back again. That's weird. I was not expecting <laughs> that's that. That's funny. I think that they've had more success than the Bronx. Like they, they played with Foo Fighters or something, didn't they? Or like, no, I don't know about that, but they definitely have, we're a bigger band as Mariachi El Bronx. That's yeah. funny. <clears throat> I saw the Bronx randomly one time at the beauty bar. Like we were just going down there and they were playing in that back little Yeah, it was like a secret show or something. Area. Yeah. That's awesome. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> a guy, he is a uh uh full blown alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I've seen them, like he's just going hard and uh I mean, having a good time. 
but they put on they a good so show. Good. Yeah. They are so good live. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, Matt, did you go to that show with me at the, was it the Double Down? I think so. Or the... Because I want to yeah, say, I think it was a double. I want to say every time I've seen the Bronx, it was for free somehow, in some way. Because one time I think was that Beauty Bar show. I think that was like a secret show. I don't think they charged for it. And yeah. I want to say double down for sure. But I think I don't know if did you, you guys didn't play with them, right? I think we somehow we got no, it. No, no, no. Was like Brian went, the bouncer there that around that time or something? You know what? That's a good point. Maybe maybe Jack Jack might have got us in. Maybe. And then I remember they played. I feel like yeah. Then they played at. Uh, I remember I took pictures of there. I took pictures. I, I was in a photo- photography class, and I took like film yeah. pictures. And some of those pictures came out fucking great. But um, yeah, I, I, I yeah. Come to think of it, I mean, I don't think it was an expensive show at all. Like, but we did. I think we did get in mm-hmm. free. Now that you mention it, and I remember I saw them once at what was that like small concert venue at the Hard Rock. It wasn't like the big theater, but it was like a bar one. A few like I know what you're talking few, about. It wasn't called vinyl. It was something called. weird. But I remember like Sarah Vick. Her she had a friend that was like the bouncer there, and she got us in for free. I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Every time I've seen them, now. that's funny. Yeah, they were having a sale. I don't know if it ended or not. But I got a shirt for like fourteen dollars shipped. The Bronx, yeah. like just like two three days ago. Yeah, that's cool. I love the Bronx. Those first like three albums are so good. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the other ones are the other ones are good too, but. They're, Jesus Christ. They are good, but yeah, the the first three, I think you're right. Like those, I just tonight at the gym, I put together a playlist for the class, and like I will always have like a couple of those songs mm-hmm. on there just because they get me fired up. Yeah, that's funny. You motherfucker, I watch your yep. blood. It's <laughs> such a good song. Oh man, yeah, yeah their last couple yeah, albums. I think that track. They're good, but it's like but, more of the same. I don't want to make that sound like a bad thing, but it's just yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what you're getting when the Bronx puts out a new album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of a shame because those first couple albums were like pretty diverse. Yeah. Like they they kind of like had a lot of I don't want to call it experimentation on it, but like they varied. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And then I think they like kind of found a formula and it was just like yeah, fuck let's it, write this shit, just out. crank them out. Still good, but uh, yeah, that second album number two is probably my favorite. Yeah. I remember when, when they like first launched and they released some press release. I don't know if it was on like I think they probably sent it everywhere, but I remember reading on like fucking punk uh one of those like fucking fucking dot org sites or something like that. Punk news. And um yeah, it might have been punk news or fucking the PRP or paste punk or something. I don't know, one of those things. But um it was like this thing, it was like it was an MP three and it was like this like manifesto thing on the front, it was like Fucking, we're the we're the hardest bands, fucking punk rock, and like like all this shit. And it was like, just I was like, the fucking balls on these dudes. And then, uh, and it was just that picture, of that first album with like the the Bronx, like the blood, like running down the chin, yeah, like spelling out the words. And I was just like, this is fucking looks awesome. And then I was like, oh, they must be from New York. And it comes to find out they're from fucking L.A. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, this band is fucking weird. <laughs> And then I remember hearing that song. I was like, damn, this is fucking sick. And that was the other thing is like, they were touting that it was like all like they recorded it on like analog and like, they're just touting all this shit. Like they're just like talking shit about it. Like a lot of the like modern, like contemporary type of music that was coming out. And I was just like, these, what the fuck are these guys on? And at least like they could back it up. You know what I mean? It was like, damn, fuck. Yeah. Bring it, man. Nice. Yeah. 
All right, Matt. Uh, not Matt. <clears throat> oh, Chase, you're up I again. Got another one. Um, um, hmm. I I have one that I, I feel like I'm gonna just keep an honorable mention, just so I don't get vetoed. Maybe one week. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go with the D. Uh, tenacious D. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, come on. <laughs> I just saw them live too. It was awesome when uh, Kurt and Brent came out here for uh, Kurt's birthday. They like surprised oh, right. them with it. And we went down there and saw them at uh, the fuck was it? Now it's the Virgin. It's it used to be the Hard Rock, but the Virgin bought it out. They they still huh? sound really good. Still kind of yeah. starstruck seeing Not, Jack Black walk up on stage. Yeah, right. But I don't know if I'd consider that no, a I gimmick, think, <laughs> Chase. <laughs> I think it kind of works. I, I can see it. Just because it's like, it started as like a skit, and then it turned into something. Yeah. So now it's like, now they're kind of like taking on the persona of two dudes. Like it's, it's almost like Spinal Tap. Like I would think Spinal Tap, like if there was an actual band, like that would be a gimmick band too. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But in a, in, a, in a way, I mean, they have like, it's all about how they're the best, or they're, you know, like Wonder Boy, mm-hmm. or... I mean, it's it's comedy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is a gimmick in my mind. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I, I think it's I think it's loose. Yeah. But I'll, it is I'll, loose. I'll there's there's no uh, there's no not a lot of pageantry. They're just two fat old guys that shred on the acoustic guitar. But I think that's part of the gimmick too. Is that they're like because they're fat. They're not the traditional looking rock stars. Like that's part of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, but if they're not wearing costumes, um, then they're fucking out, just like Green Jelly. <laughs> no, costumes. Yeah. No, uh, that their costume is like is their alter know, ego. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Jack Black yeah. you know on movies. It's this weird multiverse Jack Black in a band. <laughs> yeah, I'm torn. I could go either way, Matt. Yeah, do we want to let Matt be the deciding yeah, I'm like, I'm factor? No, on it too. he's bitter. <laughs> He's I can't be the only vetoed person now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you just want to give me another guess, I'll keep going. Uh, or guess. I had pick. I had them on my list as an honorable mention, but I didn't really consider them a gimmicky band, though. I'm just yeah. I put them I'm more like in the parody realm, like Weird Al. Yeah, I kind of. Th- yeah, I kind of feel the same. So are we going? Uh, I mean, because my next one. So do you want me to pick a different one? Are we vetoing it? I think Matt's yeah, I'm leaning you. towards veto, but yeah, it's like fifty nine forty one percent. Just close. fucking decide, Matt. Come on, come <laughs> on. Right, veto, the D's out. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so is Andrew WK in? Andrew WK gets my vote for sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I never would think of him as a gimmicky band because I actually listen to the Andrew WK. <laughs> That's that's my point. All the bands that I'm naming, I listen to. I listen to Tenacious D like yeah. not as a joke. I, I mean, I still I, it's still funny, on. but they're yeah. But Andrew WK is the same. But what's his gimmick? Andrew like? WK is a gimmick. I don't know, yeah. but he's got that uniform. <laughs> Just party works. boy. He wears all white, dirty white. Yeah. He's a painter, and <laughs> he's all about partying. <laughs> and he's got that every yeah that hype chick. You know, she's just in like a leotard dancing, <laughs> and. uh Everything's about partying, um, yeah. but they're all good songs. They have good beats, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I listen to it. So it's true. Most of his songs are about partying. I'll give you that. <laughs> that is his gimmick. Yeah, 
His gimmick is a good time. His gimmick is party. Yeah. He's there for a good time. And he's also super fun. Like, uh, I haven't seen him in a while. One of my favorite Andrew WK stories was meeting up with, um, like, Grant and Austin and Amanda and Crystal at Warp Tour in Salt Lake City. Um, probably around, like, 2011, 2010, something like that. And, uh, you know, we're, like, a little bit older at that point. Um, I remember, like, we kind of wandered from stage to stage. Um, I remember... <laughs> I'm, I'm still a little bitter about this, but Parkway Drive played. <laughs> and this is before they'd, you know, kind of got shitty. Um, <laughs> but... I was all excited to see him and I was like, you know, getting a little rowdy. And then, uh, oh, do you know Brandon Doyon, Matt? Brandon. He went to school with Grant and Austin and me. But I don't know, maybe I anyway, him. I just remember he, he lives in Salt Lake now. Mm-hmm. But um, he's like, yeah, we're not really into it. We're going to go. And I'm like, what? And <laughs> so I had to leave uh, Parkway Drive like halfway through the set. But we we ended up over at Andrew WK, and uh, I had I at some point had Austin on my shoulders in the pit, <laughs> and just like <laughs> making circles and uh, having a good time. And then after we le- we left because I think that's why we left Parkway Drive was we were trying to find a sports bar to watch like some UFC fights, and Andrew WK and his band showed up, yeah. and we Grant like ordered them uh like uh, a party well <laughs> i think uh gaytinis as we called them <laughs> but just like really like fruity martinis <laughs> and uh anyway amanda got like a picture on his shoulders and stuff it was kind of a cool thing seeing him out in the wild and uh yeah it was fun that's funny yeah i was i was really bummed when uh... now he's now he's hooking up with cat dennings really is he still yeah I, I don't they, know. They, Maybe they were like they broke up. They were like married or engaged for yeah, a while were, there. I don't know. There was like they a were whole hot thing. And heavy there for a minute there, but I think yes. Yeah. I, I thought they him. broke up because like he stopped posting shit for a while and like he deleted his, all of his accounts. It was right before. Uh, it was like right when he canceled it at Furnace Fest. It was like the night before. Like he fucking got yeah. rid of all mm-hmm. of his social yeah, media. That's right. Like what the fuck's going on? There's a new Andrew WK. That's yeah. what happened. His cycle ended. <laughs> I was really bummed when he canceled that too. I was looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, you guys, me too. Have you guys heard that theory that there's there's more than one? I remember hearing UK? that rumor too, like fucking ten years ago or something. Yeah, I don't think I've heard it. Oh well, that's that's that's, that's really all there is. It's not much yeah. to it. <laughs> it's like it's that there's it's that Andrew WK is more of an idea than a person, yeah. and that there's been a couple different people that have played the Andrew WK character over the years. It's like Batman. Interesting. Yeah, we can put on the yeah. The it's like Batman. Cowl. There you go. <laughs> You put on the white shirt and a bloody nose, and you become Andrew WK. Yeah, he like, I remember like 10 years ago, or it was probably over 10 years ago, he started doing like that positivity talking tour thing. And like he kind of got away mm-hmm. from the white shirt, white pants thing. And everyone was mm-hmm. like, is, is that him? Like everyone was baffled. And then like he kind of came, he started coming back and playing again. So I think that's when that rumor started. Like, is there another Andrew WK floating around doing this fucking weird yeah. talk tour? I kind of like that. Uh, it reminded me of like Henry Rollins a little bit. Uh-huh. Just doing like his motivational speaking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he came to yeah. Vegas on that tour. Like we, it was around like the uh, presidential election when he went to all fifty states. 
Yeah. We went to, I think he came to the bunkhouse back then. I was bummed. Andrew yeah. WK? Oh, wow. We went to like everything. Henry, it's funny, Henry Rollins did the same thing. Yeah. He goes to like all 50 states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Missed out on it. Like it. Interesting. All right, Matt. Ooh, all right, Matt, you're okay. up. Um, fuck. So I have two picks left, right? Correct. Okay, I got one for sure, but they're totally safe, so I'll save them for last. Uh, you keep fuck. saying that. Yeah. yeah. You never know. I'm really setting it up for a band you guys have probably never heard of. <laughs> uh, Mike's definitely going to love their costumes, though, I have a feeling. Um, oh, fuck, let's go for a f- fucking dumb, funny one. I'm going to see if this fl- let's see if this flies. This might get vetoed, too. I'm going to go with Clowncore. I'm going to do it in honor of Sean, <laughs> since Sean's not on the episode. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> it's such a fucking weird... Uh, it's crazy. That music makes no sense. Like, there's no, <laughs> no. rhythm to it at all. It's just noise. Oh, but I would man. still like to see them. Well, that's that's most that's most grindcore yeah. bands. I don't even know if I'd call it grindcore. It's just fucking a disaster in your ears. Well, it's clown. It's it's clowncore. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, clown it's a whole that's new thing. It, it's grindcore mixed with the circus. Their, their name is really, starting the genre. I'm really blown away. With I fr- thought for sure I knew your first pick. Oh, Matt, what what is it? What do you think? <clears throat> well, I don't want to say it because somebody might pick it still. Yeah, right. <laughs> maybe you should tell <laughs> me. So, maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe some some certain space aliens that I you know thought for sure you would pick. Space aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not ringing a bell. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's talk about clowns. <laughs> no, that's all I got. <laughs> just, uh, just a fun fucking throw. I was going to say, I don't have much to how, say about not, How did you not pick Guar? Again, that's another band. It's like, I don't really listen to them. They're they're cool for what they are, but they wouldn't be a top three pick for me. Uh, I feel like you got me into Guar. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> I feel like everyone knew about Guar as kids. <laughs> as yeah, kids. Right. Yeah. I just remember, like, when we went and saw them, like, you really put a lot of oh, yeah, that was wearing, a like, all white, so that when they sprayed jizz and blood, yeah, you know, I dressed like, up as Andrew W.K. pretty much. Your... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got in the great. pit and wanted to get hosed down. They totally fucking spotted yeah. me, too. <laughs> you did. They, like, held that green he had, like, hose fresh, on for, like, a like, fresh, fresh white bands. <laughs> Fresh white jeans and a fresh white t-shirt and oh, came man. out of there sprayed with huh. alien cum. <laughs> you should have, you should have fucking framed that outfit. I, after that. I had it for a while, but I think I like probably threw it away when I moved or something. Or yeah, that happens. Stinky. Who knows? I got, I got photos though. Maybe I'll post it on Instagram. <laughs> nice. You should. All right. Well, I don't think we're talking about clown no, yeah, anymore, yeah. right? No. That's for sh- move on. So let's That's just pick for Sean. Let's just segue right in. Just segue right into Guar because that was going to be my next pick. Oh, see, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't. I shouldn't have said anything. That's all good. I think Guar is great. I would highly recommend um, the Guar documentary that is on the Shutter oh, channel. Yeah, I keep anybody about has that. that? I need to watch that, dude. It's so good. It's so good. It's so interesting. Those dudes are so crazy. Like not those dudes, but just like the idea and how it came about is just yeah. so crazy. Guar is the first band that I thought uh, of when you mentioned this list, though. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it was Guar and Aquabats were the yeah. first two that popped in my head. I'm surprised that Guar made it this far, to be quite honest, because I would, I think they're arguably the biggest. Maybe not biggest because I think that Ghost Band is probably the biggest gimmick band out there. But yeah. um, in the punk world, they're probably the biggest. Yeah, there is as I'd far as gimmick our goes. Generation would probably be the uh... yeah. But Guar's weird because like the first like couple albums were pretty much like punk albums, but then they kind of morphed and like got better at their and got new guitar players that were more metal, and they kind of turned into this like metal band, which wasn't that great, but still good, but just not on the same level. But those first couple albums were pretty decent. I think like, it they're, suits they're the theme a little bit better, it, but I think it does too, actually. But I kind of like the the the, the roughness yeah, of the, the early punk. ones. Yeah, yeah, but it was fun. I agree. A hundred percent, I agree. But, uh, yeah. I think the first... I don't remember the first song, the first Guar song I ever heard, but the first memorable Guar song I heard was that Fish Fuck song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's probably the song I know the most. It's probably the song I've listened to the most because it was on that uh, Short Music for Short People record right. that Fat put out. Yeah. That, that, hands down, that is my favorite comp of all time. I love that fucking comp. It is great. The idea of it. There's so many bands in there that I never heard of that I got into because of that. Because there was 101 bands on a fucking record. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucking insane. Right. And I love short songs. That's, that's part of my affinity towards fucking punk rock in general. Yep. But uh, yeah, anyways, Guar is hilarious. That that Guar documentary is great. It's so interesting and funny. And uh, it's just cool to see like all the ups and downs of that band and the infighting and just all the it's it's like a soap opera it's it's great are they ever added the makeup in the documentary yeah yeah oh, yeah okay i don't know if yeah. they like took it super serious yeah, when they do like interviews. identity no 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 they're not that crazy <laughs> so i feel like every interview i've seen of them they're in their makeup so it's like i don't know what they look like yeah i think when they do yeah i would think when they do publicity stuff it's always yeah. in their makeup but uh yeah 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 since it's like about them and the band and stuff, yeah, I don't think any of them are in costume when they're doing like their you know documentary mm-hmm. talks. What's the word for that when they're just talking? I don't know. There's got to be there should be a word for that, right? Press. No, I'm talking about like in a documentary when their people are talking in their yeah, interview. Is that is that all it is? Just them interview? on the screen, or is it people just talking on screen like a group of people talking? Yeah, it's usually just like uh, one person. Sometimes there's more than one, but. I feel like there might be a, a specific word for that, like an interview as part of a documentary, but maybe not. Maybe it's just an interview. Maybe, maybe I'm putting more to it than there <laughs> needs to be. Anyways, all right. So, Guar. If you haven't heard Guar, check him out. Go see him. What are you doing that's with one, your life? Yeah, that's one of my biggest regrets is that I never saw Guar. Hey, surprised you haven't. I probably wouldn't I have if uh, Matt didn't drag yeah. me out there. I got think, a few people to go. I think Awesome went to it too. And Crystal. Yeah. In high school, they were playing, and I was going to go, but I think there was another show that same day, and I went to the other one instead of the Guar show. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that was, I don't know why. Yeah, that, that's what happened. I don't know. Never got around to seeing them after that. I was a little bummed that there was no blood involved. It was all the green goo shit <laughs> at the mm. show we went to. I was like, what the That's fuck? funny. They go into like the, the evolution of like all their like Ejaculate. stuff and like Oh really? Yeah. Well not only that, but just like the behind the scenes of like 
how much shit they have to bring with them, like when they tour <laughs> and like how it makes it like so economically like unfeasible oh, yeah. to like tour. Like it's just like shit. Yeah, like why they like never really made much money even though they were like selling, you know what I mean? Like they were a decent band, but there was so many people in the band and then there was so much crap that they mm-hmm. had to lug around. I and wonder if they like, had to like pay additional like you know, like clean up and stuff for the venue. They talk yeah. about that and yeah. like insurance and all that type of shit and yeah, it's crazy. It's probably a, a trailer just for their outfits alone when they're on tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. All right. So that's off the fucking thing. Um, let's do... Okay, here we go. The only other band that I really listen to... Actually, there's two bands that I probably listen to a lot, but... Um, I'm going to go with the International Superheroes of Hardcore. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Do they dress man. up as superheroes when they're on tour? Because <laughs> if not, they're out. They have. I don't know I don't know if they do it all the time, but they have. Let's put it that way. God, this, this band is a better hardcore band than some hardcore bands that take it seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Was all their... They didn't oh, sing man. about... It wasn't like strictly superheroes. Didn't they have like sing about like Back to the Future and shit? It was like more nerdy stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, but they always had the persona of the superhero guys. Like they were singing it oh, as okay. that. Like it was like more about like that's them and they have a band. So they're singing about superhero stuff, but they're also singing about stuff that those superheroes would be yeah. into. <laughs> their likes and dislikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like they had a song called like Harry Potter's Hardcore. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, but most of it's about like superhero stuff or like just doing good. Like there's the, the wear your seatbelt yeah, song. Yeah. yeah. Being an and outstanding then, uh, citizen. You know, <laughs> yeah. And like how you shouldn't swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So good. That's probably of all the bands. It's funny that they're number three, but, uh, that's probably the band of my three picks that I've listened to the most. Oh, it's easily the band that I've listened to the most, for sure. They were the safe pick. But uh, last. Yeah. And also just the fact that they're fucking, it's the dudes from Newfound Glory, which is... Right. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. I mean, it makes sense because of, like, where they came from and all that. Like, their background with Chad Gilbert singing and... Shia Lude. And a couple of those dudes were in, like, kind of hardcore-ish, more fast, melodic punk type of bands. And, uh... Yeah, it's just crazy that it worked out, and that and it's just—it's so good. It's just so good. Is there anyone from Bane in that band? Yeah. From Bane? No, it's literally all—it's Newfound Glory. They just the the guitar player Chad plays guitar yeah, in Newfound okay. Glory. He's he sings, and the singer plays guitar. Yeah, like they just swap because that guy always wore a fucking Bane shirt. <laughs> like I always see him wearing those. Things. I could see that. For some reason, I was thinking, I could see was that. there a Bane guy from there? Bane's everywhere. That that that, that Bane T-shirt's so iconic. It's such a simple T-shirt, and that's fucking. It's so. It's like the it Misfits fucking logo. Yeah, exactly. So crazy. All right, you're up again, Matt. All right, safe pick. Get ready for this one. Be get ready for to Google them as soon as I tell you who they are. Uh, they're called Cybertronic Spree. They're a. What? They're a Transformers. <laughs> 1986 cartoon movie cover band. (laughs) 
and they dress up as the Transformers. Mike, you would fucking love their costumes. They're all like cardboard Transformer costumes. They look really good. They throw like uh, I'm like looking at that right like, now. Like the shell, the cell shaded kind of look to it. Mm-hmm. But they just sing pretty much that whole soundtrack from the '86 cartoon movie. Then they do like cover songs of like I don't know, like Van Halen, Barracuda, Barracuda. Yeah, I was just watching that earlier. <clears throat> I want to say they might have a couple original songs, but they're more of like a party band, like that you hire for like a convention, that type of shit, yeah, 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 yeah. party or whatever. But those out those. I got a couple of those as honorable yeah. mentions. Those costumes, those are awesome. That was like one of the first bands I thought of when you said this list too. It's like, oh, so that's cool. Fun. They were on uh, Two Minutes of Midnight last year where they sang uh, The Touch. Like the drummer from Poison the Well was in there. And uh, what's his name from Caven? That's like always in those fucking videos. The guitarist. Brodsky? Yeah, Steven. Steven Brodsky. It's really good. It's fun times. Check him out. Good old Brodsky. You got, sh- you Bill got Brodsky. on the drums. You got fucking <laughs> Shock you got Hot Rod singing. You got Spree or RC fucking doing backup. Oh, man, that's like goddamn planet guy. Fucking, it's like Galvatron. What the fuck's his name? Oh, I see his face. Justin's going to kill me if he's listening to this. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge Transformers fan, so I know none of this outside of Optimus Prime. <laughs> I know, that's the it. one thing. It makes sense, though, because they make or sing in the fucking soundtrack of the movie. Why no one's like traditional Transformer characters like Optimus or Bumblebee or some shit. It's just because they were... Yeah, 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 because it's supposed to... I would assume it's like characters from that yeah. universe. Like, they're trying to play it off like yeah, they're exactly. the band that recorded this album in uh-huh. that universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. That soundtrack is pretty bitchin', though. I will give it that. Fucking Weird Al on there. Dare to be stupid. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which they cover on their uh, YouTube page. They have uh, quite a few videos on their, on their YouTube page if you want to check them out. That's funny. I'll have to give that a listen. Yeah, that's it. All right. What's your, uh, you're up, Chase. What's your last one? Um, <clears throat> I'm probably going to go with Shat. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I didn't fucking think of him. Damn. That's a good now one. Now that's a gimmick. Let me tell you what. <laughs> so I feel like we talked about this before. Um, but for some reason, when I was reading it uh, yesterday, it felt like fresh information. But you guys may know the origin of Brat or of Brat <laughs> of Shat. <clears throat> um, like how he came to be the way he is. <laughs> I don't think I know this. Did you hear about this? Uh, no. <laughs> so apparently he got shot in the head what? in LA in like, uh, I think the like 1990 something. And part of the bullet is still lodged in his brain and causes him to have almost strictly sexual thoughts, <laughs> which is why I swear. Yeah, sex look it up. Yeah, basically. And uh, that's why all the songs are like just based around <laughs> sex stuff. And uh, he yeah, wears like outfits. dildos. Yeah. Like his outfit is just dildos. And, Hellraiser uh, outfits. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, oh like, God. for like a kind of, I don't know what you would call them, like a thrash kind of band, uh, I think some of it's pretty catchy. 
Oh yeah, those yeah. songs I I can sing right now. They, I've heard those songs like twice in my life, and I can sing a, <laughs> yeah. a good handful of them. Yeah, same. I don't know if I've ever. I think I listened to their album once, and then I saw them. I saw them live. My our introduction was yeah. seeing them live by accident, and, uh, and then I think I listened to the album. Yeah, because they weren't even on the, like <laughs> they weren't on the ticket or anything, right? It was like a total surprise. No, they weren't. No, so it was um they uh. They, who, who, that was the Darkest Hour Dillinger, Dillinger Escape Plan yeah, show, I think, Tremors. right? Oh, man. Yeah. At Tremors? Mm-hmm. At Tremors. Someone else played that uh, show, was too. It was it like crazy. Death by Stereo or something? Thursday? That sounds amazing. It, was that, it wasn't Thursday. That was yeah. definitely not that show. Yeah. But yeah, anyways. Third, I can't remember. Um, I don't remember either. But um, How did I miss that show? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Were you on your mission? Maybe. Maybe. It's something yeah. I could think of. Because it was probably around that time, like early two thousands. Yeah. Like oh one, oh two, oh three, somewhere in that era. But anyways, yes, they came out, and I was like, "What the?" F-? I think we all just looked at each other, yeah. like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> and it was just amazing. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I don't even know where I was going with that. I just yeah. oh so anyway so it's um the bassist of Dillinger is in chat. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I knew yeah. they were connected to Dillinger somehow because that's pretty much how we saw them. I think the drummer from Dillinger played with them as well because it was the same drums kit they set up right before. So they played in between Darkest Hour mm-hmm. and Dillinger. So they like set up a lot of the Dillinger stuff, but then this band came out and played. I don't know. Maybe it seemed like they played like 20 yeah, songs, all but short songs they might have but they they're only like on the stage for me like 15 20 other songs like a minute yeah yeah oh my god i think i'm pregnant kill it kill it <laughs> i threw up on her cut i threw up on her cut <laughs> i think it's kill baby yeah. not kill kill baby. kill baby kill baby <laughs> oh my god i think i'm pregnant oh my god What's, what was the fucking the rub a dub dub? There's a bear in here, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that one goes. In. Oh man, I, just, I remember the. Uh, if she has a kid, you you know she fucks. That was a good one. Yeah, we were naming off song titles not too long ago. Uh, yeah, so true. And, yeah, it is true. <laughs> oh man! Somehow, Shat always comes around on this fucking podcast. <laughs> It's like every six months, I feel like genius. <laughs> it's it, there's it's it's so no. genius. It's so I, it's it's so crazy that that was like twenty, like let's say half an hour, not even. It's twenty minutes of our lives. We still talk about it. <laughs> that I will remember. I will remember for the rest of my life. Yeah. There's not too many. There's not too many twenty minute chunks of my life that do that, and yeah. Shat is one of them. <laughs> uh... And there's something to say about that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I don't care. I don't care how good or bad they are at music. Hell of a stage presence. They've left an impression on me. They were, oh man. They, yeah, so Homeboy's got like a helmet with dildos on it. It's got a chin dildo. Yeah, one dude's got like a clown baby face. Like Mm -hmm. a mask. What else? There's some other like, you know, Texas Chainsaw looking mask type of people Mm -hmm. looking on there. Like they came up and I was like kind of scared. I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't want to be up front. <laughs> yeah, for they're this. getting in the fucking crowd a little bit. And we were kind of up close because because uh, Darkest Hour just ended, and we were like, fuck it, let's hang around. 
I'll watch a little bit of Dillinger. I thought they were next. Like, we were getting ready to see Darkest. Maybe that's, that's we what it out. was. And that's yeah. why we were up front. Because we were like, all right, Darkest Hour's up next. I want to be up front. And then, uh, yeah. And then we were greeted with that. And I think me and Matt were up close. And we are like, I'm going to back up a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, this is getting a little rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> he had those big ass like Brutus the Barber beefcake fucking yeah. scissors <laughs> and was like swinging them around and like there was one part I think it was the Kill Baby song and he's like takes them and just like jabs them and hey. they fucking stuck into the stage <laughs> yeah. and I was like fuck yeah, he had this. like fucking uh, gardening shears he was just fucking Kill Baby <laughs> yeah he had like a choreographed routine with him didn't he have like a oh man like fucking football pad shoulders with dildos on them too, like fucking uh, road warriors. <laughs> I I believe so. I think you're right. He had yeah. a lot of dildos. He had yeah, it was like, but it was like nothing but like safety gear, and that was it. Like I think his chest was open, like he had like a lot of like bondage yeah. gear on. Like I don't, I I think his his dong was covered, but I think his ass yeah. was out, if I remember yeah, correct. Say, he had like a uh, like a master blaster kind Jock of strap. outfit from fucking. Mad yeah, Max like one of those BDS. Yeah, like one of those BDSM mm-hmm. jockstrap codpiece things. I think the drummer was like fully nude. Maybe he had just like a pair of like underwear on, <laughs> just some white tighties or something. <laughs> oh man, I think I, I one of them was nude because I remember. I'm pretty sure I saw a dong that night. <laughs> I don't think I did. Maybe the bass player. I think I was too distracted by all the uh, all the dildos or the guitar player. Yeah, one of them was like hanging from the rafters yeah. a little bit too. And I think I saw his butthole. Yeah, it was like the the yeah. <laughs> I think that was just the the, yeah. the naked dude. It was either the guitarist or the bass player, and I think it was the bass player because I think I remember like when Dillinger played and finding out. I was like, wait, that was the dude from Dillinger doing all that? Uh, you get this band that's like completely serious. Like you think that they're like this total serious yeah. fucking band, and then find out this dude's fucking. Running around naked on stage with this band called Shat. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And I don't the what I what I I think what I like so much about that this memory that why we keep bringing it up is like I don't think they toured much I don't think they played I much they and I feel like I'm in an exclusive club <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of people that have seen Shat. Yeah, I've never oh, seen. No, it. I remember it might have been that same year or like the following year. I remember they played. A Valentine's Day show at Beauty Bar not long after. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? They're here? <laughs> I was just on like oh, walking man. through the fucking crowd because we were like sitting at the bar. I was like, no fucking way. Here we go again. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a, that's amazing. That's a good story. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. But it was there, so, there was someone there. Fucking with shit. Good pick, Chase. Good pick. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's the gimmick. <laughs> Can't top that one. Yeah, I don't know what that gimmick fully is, but goddamn, it's a good one. Apparently, it's a brain injury. <laughs> yeah, it's all done. Apparently, it's... <laughs> Apparently, it's not a gimmick at all. It's his real thing. <laughs> Which is also how we got, you know, Rosie O'Donnell and who else? Kiniston? What? They all Wait, been what? shot in the head? Uh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell got hit by a car. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. It was apparently, like, pretty normal before that. I think lived in Utah. Actually, or something. That, wasn't it? Didn't got, Roseanne get hit by, got a, car hit by too? a car? Or Roseanne, yeah. not Rosie O'Donnell. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, that makes more more sense. Yeah, Roseanne Barr. Uh, yeah, Kiniston was like a 
was he like a preacher or something? And then he, I think he. Oh, had you're a, talking about yeah. Sam Kinison. Yeah, had a traumatic brain injury or something and became a wild man. Yeah, became a wild comedy man. Yeah. So, uh, you know, brain injuries aren't all bad, I guess. Yeah, they're no joke, man. Yeah. Unless you're Sam Kinison, then it is a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or Shat. Or right Shat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. It's fucking uh, honorable mentions here. So Chase had Tenacious D. Matt had Green Jello. I'm going to throw a couple off here. Um, Masked Intruder. Yep. Classics. Never heard of them. I like that band. You say you never heard of them? So they're like, uh, they're like this like Midwest punk type of band. Like Dillinger 4 meets like Banner Pilot or whatever. That type of shit. But they, they play it like they're uh, fucking villains. I don't know why. They're fucking like bank robbers. Like they all wear the bank robber yeah. mask. Yeah. And they're, they're color coded. That sounds... They only go by those weird. names, and then they sing about breaking the law, and that's like their whole shtick. <laughs> breaking the law, breaking the law. It's about breaking the law and also like sappy love songs, but they can't go through with the love because they're in jail <laughs> or they're bad guys. It's, it's fucking funny. I, um, I'm looking at them now. They look, a good gimmick. look kind of familiar. They are good. It's it's a good gimmick, and they write catchy, good pop songs. It's like the, yep. it's like the guy uh, version um, of Pussy Riot with those fucking beanies. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Um, the Godfathers, I would call fucking Kiss. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, here's one: the Max Rebo Band. They're a Star Wars band. Yeah, I have a Star Wars um, band on my list, but not that one. <laughs> they're a fictional alien pop music band in the Star Wars franchise, and I think they. So oh, like, they um actually like, in the movies. I think they, I think they appeared there. No, oh, maybe I'm thinking of... Maybe I got the wrong so, band name. Are you talking about uh, Bantha Rider? That's like a... No, another, I don't think uh, so. Star Wars-themed band. Maybe they're just called fucking Star Wars Band. The one I'm thinking of. It's real original. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, this is... The Max Rebo Band is the fucking... I think that's the Cantina Band? No, I don't know. Star Wars theme Galactic Empire. That's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. I don't think I've heard of that one either. I had the wrong band <laughs> name. There we go. Galactic Empire. I guess there's a lot of yeah, Star I was Wars. Yeah, I'm band. sure there's a ton of them out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But they I think they started as like a like just covering, like doing metal versions of like, you know, the, oh, the Darth yeah. Vader okay, theme song and stuff. Score. But then they but then they have like their original songs that are all Star Wars mm-hmm. themed and stuff. Um, but they're pretty talented as far as like metal goes. Um, Kiss, I will say Ghost, even though I'm not a huge fan, what they do, they do very well, and it's crazy to me how big that band is. Still haven't listened. Not only from like a because they're a gimmick, but also just because of the like what they sing about is like so against like what mainstream music usually is. And it's kind of boggling to me that they were able to reach that status. Hmm. Anyways, um, I'll throw one more out there and then I'll throw it to you guys. Um, Devo. I'll throw Devo out there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have matching outfits. I kind of forgot about them. 
Nothing else to say about <laughs> Devo. Yeah. Devo's Devo. <laughs> they can whip it. I got a, yeah, I got a couple more, but we'll see what you guys got. What do you got, Matt? Got any others? Uh, Insane Clown Posse. If <laughs> you want to throw them in there. Yeah. That's some ICP on my list. <laughs> yep. Uh, what about Oakley Doakley? You ever hear of them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Ned Flanders yep. band. Um, what's the fucking how you say this one? A fucking Necro Goblin Con. That fucking weird <laughs> goblin guy. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Is it just is it Necro Goblin? Go- oh, isn't it? I guess. It's got a K O N at the end. I thought it was Goblicon or some shit. <laughs> oh, maybe it is. I don't know. I feel like that's a band that I always hear about. Like it pops up, but. Never knew about them, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of those, like, you listen to it, and you're like, all right, yeah, I got no, the gist. Never going to remember about this guy again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steel Panther, I guess you can kind of count them. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a couple more, but I think Chase is definitely going to name one of them, so I'll let him do it. Mm. They're not real. I don't... I- they're a cartoon. No. <laughs> I think you picked them as a yeah. pick on one episode. Right, shoot, Chase. What do you got? It was, it was either the funny song um, or parody. Unless it was the same fucking episode. Wait, are we, are we not talking about Metal Yeah, Office? that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> fucking Death oh, Clock. Okay. Yeah, Death Clock. Um, well, I guess Death Clock. Um, (laughs) thanks for leaving that for me um yeah and they actually do tour and it's all original music but the band is fictional right Mm -hmm. yes but um the writer of that show uh brendan smalls um he i think he composes all the music and then he'll like pick up a band that tours with them and stuff but anyway i think they're Hella catchy and good. Um, uh, along that line, I also had Dimu Borgir, <laughs> which they're like a real band, but having seen them, uh, I don't, I, they're just, you know, like the. No, yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of that metal stuff. Yeah. It, I feel like it feels yeah, it's weird because I feel like the Ramones are kind of in a similar boat. Yeah. But because they're like, because they influenced so many other bands to do a similar thing, it's like not as gimmicky. Yeah. Like, and I think that's, that's the same thing with like, how do you, Demu Bourgeois? I don't even know how you say it. I just it. say I always, Demu Bourgeois, but I have yeah. no idea if that's how you say it. It's probably not yeah, right. Yeah, me either. So I, I feel like they're kind of in a similar boat where it was like, it's kind of gimmicky, but it sparked something bigger than what it 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 was you know what i mean yeah 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 and again a lot of my bands are like bands that i feel like are legitimate Mm -hmm. but have a gimmick i also have the mighty mighty bostones who are just a ska band but i felt like (laughs) like they they'll wear tweed suits in the middle of fucking summer they got a guy dancing his ass off and they're playing good music, and it's kind of gimmicky, uh, but it's also good. <laughs> so I don't see that as a gimmick, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah, but that's again, that's kind of like ska music in general, kind of has yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit, and which punk and metal also have yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit of that. That's like the Zoot Suit Right guys um, would be a <laughs> gimmick. Yeah, yeah. 
it becomes more any, of like any rockabilly type stuff. Yeah, it's a cultural type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, White Zombie, kind of a similar thing, or Rob mm-hmm. Zombie. Um, I had my my buddies uh, band Total Ghost, not to be confused with Ghost. Um, Matt, have you ever seen them at the block party in Boulder City? Maybe once before. Is that Devin's? Not Devin. Fucking uh, Evan. Evan. Right? That's his thing, right? Evan and Adam Nicks, the Nicks yeah. Bros. Are they still doing it? And that? I, I don't know. I haven't seen them in a <laughs> few years doing it, but they're like a like a uh, Europe Euro pop kind of like they're they have like characters and it's total garbage mm. like electronica, but it's fun and comical. And uh, anyway, wanted to throw <laughs> throw shout out to them, <laughs> which. I also have Daft Punk, which also feels yeah, like a I had gimmick. Them on my list. But yeah, kind of uh, on in that same vein. Then go down that whole um, DJ rabbit hole, like fucking the marshmallow guy and the mouse and or death yeah. mouse and shit. Yeah, death mouse. Yeah, but then you fall into that. Like, is it a like to me that style of music is foreign enough to where it seems weird, but like mm-hmm. they would look at metal or ska or punk and be like you know it's a bunch of pageantry as well so yeah yeah i agree um i had so are you guys familiar with willer walker jr oh yeah (laughs) yeah, but he's Uh, he's like taking it serious though yeah but if you're if you know his like background it like started as kind of a spoof and then people just really uh I don't know. We're receptive yeah. to it. It's kind of like having like a that, crude version of country. Um, yeah, it's like tenacious D, but country yeah. music kind of a little more crude. Probably. Oh, yeah. It's like shat with country music. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it's opened up like uh, like there's a few other artists who have come out now doing like oh, that really? style of country, like Dick Down in Dallas, and I don't know. I don't even know who makes that song, but. Wheeler Walker was kind of the original, I feel yeah. like. Other than, um, wasn't Hank Williams like the third or something? I think he did some kind of uh, irreverent country as like well. A Monday Night Football guy? <laughs> Didn't you see that shit back in like the know. 90s? Hell, I don't know. That was Charlie Daniels, wasn't it? <laughs> was it? Yeah. I thought he was related to Hank. I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, are you ready anyway, for some football? Um, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. <laughs> I had a couple um questionable ones. Austrian Death Machine. Um Oh, that's that Arnold Schwarzenegger one, right? Yeah, it's Tim Lamb Lambasis uh-huh. from As I Lay Dying. And he basically plays everything other than the Arnold voice, I think he has It's like a soundboard thing. Well, I think people come on and do it. Um Oh really? Yeah. There was uh I looked this up. Um, uh, there was a guy from like um, Job for a Cowboy. The oh, he was that's the live lineup. Chad Ackerman did the Schwarzenegger vocals. I totally forgot about them. Um, he's from something else. I don't know some other band. Um, Destroy the Runner. 
Yeah. Beats me. Anyway. Um, and then Gown, which I always thought was an actual, like, kind of a Dan band type of band. Mm-hmm. They're the band in uh, Hot Rod that do all the Europe covers. <laughs> um, it's apparently just <laughs> Queens of the Stone Age. And like, oh no shit! Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> in like, uh, you know, some costumes, <laughs> but they they fucking wail. <laughs> that's hilarious. I never knew that. Me either. <laughs> uh, knew, all right, Matt, you got I any more? One. Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say I knew they were called Gown, but like I looked it up so I could give some background, and it's like mm-hmm. it was just Queens of the Stone yeah. Age. That's funny. <laughs> I got one left. I don't know if it could be a gimmick, Shoot. but fucking uh, baby metal. Japan, it's kind of a oh. it's kind of a gimmicky thing. The little cute girls, it's like cute metal or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it's in a weird spot, but yeah, I'll, I'll count it. <laughs> All right, I had a couple of uh, weird ish ones, like me first in the Gimme Gimmies. Yep, they're a cover band, but they kind of have a thing going on. But yeah, I just, I don't think they really count as a gimmick. But I just wanted to shout out to them because they're pretty great. Well, they're they a do. cover band. Yeah. Um. Yeah, all their songs are covers. Never, never that's their whole. That's that's their shtick. And then uh, there's this band called Mini Bosses, which is like uh, they they do like video game, like Nintendo type of hmm. covers, and also have like that type of music, but songs. And also similar is uh, this band called Proto Men, which is like video game type of music, but they. They take on the persona of uh, like Mega Man oh, characters. Oh, I remember that. Damn, I haven't thought about them in fucking yeah, 10 yeah. years. Yeah, that shit's pretty good. And then uh, the Misfits, I think they are a gimmick. Yeah. And then uh, there's this band that called that played Fest. I didn't see them, but Sean saw them. They're called Wolf Face. Mm. And uh, it's like this punkish band, and they, they take on the persona of when Michael J. Fox turns into the wolf oh. during the basketball game. Nice. <laughs> So they're all like humans, but with like the half wolf face, like when he's playing <laughs> basketball. <laughs> that just reminds me of the, uh, that, uh, Amorosa video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my kids have been, uh, hooked on that shit ever since he told me about it. <laughs> when does that fucking That's album funny. come out? Yeah. This year? Like January? Or? In like February, I think. Yeah. We still have a couple months. They released one new song recently, but it's not as good as the others. I'm, I'm, uh, not expecting i feel like the the two or three that came out at first are going to be yeah. the, the bangers and then it's going to be some yeah, yeah that's filler. how the last album was there's like that's a great music video though <laughs> i've showed that to like i don't know a dozen people like my brother i sent it to him and he's like this song is so good i wish <laughs> the rest of the album was that good and like it's just a good video <laughs> but i love i love teen wolf and uh anyway i have to check out wolf face yeah. now Wolf face. Sean said they were really good. I did not see them. I, I think I checked out a song after he told me about them, but uh, and they were all right. It was good for what it was, but I could see the live setting being really fun. You know what I mean? It's for like sure. Did they actually dress up for the show? But uh, yeah, 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 he's yeah. Sounds hot yeah, as does. shit, Gainesville. <laughs> Make it yeah. was peeling off. Well, they were wearing like their basketball uniforms, and they had human arms yeah. and legs, so they were wearing like so tank tops and shorts. Makeup. But the face, the face would be yeah. rather warm. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think they played. We went and saw. I think No Trigger at the same place as them, and I think they were like either right before them or after they were around that same time. Because I remember uh, 
seeing the uh like the merch or the guy with the, the jerseys or something and i was like what the fuck's that about <laughs> and then i was talking to sean later he's like oh shit that band and i was like oh that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome oh man i kind of like well, i kind of like that you know just the uh like you get an idea and uh just run, run with it yeah yeah i think i feel like that's how a lot of gimmick bands start it's just like someone being stupid and silly and enough people going, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. And then it just turns into something. I do wonder if like, if there have been other bands that like, uh, even, even just fitting into like a genre, like, uh, I don't even know, like the strokes or something like, um, yeah, you're talking about like poser bands. Yeah. Where you're like, you know, you, have this persona or something and then you like make it and suddenly make a band around you it. have to do that for the rest of your life <laughs> yeah yeah there's something something about that though like i feel like as a band i wish like when we were like 17 i wish someone would have told us stuff like that for sure like, like as stupid as it sounds like we should have and we had like kind of a uniform, you know, like just being friends and being into the same thing. Sure. You kind of dress similarly. But I think that that's image as much as it's shat and looked down upon and everything. Yeah. Image is a big part of music. Absolutely. And, uh, and I think like a band should have, well, they don't have to be like, you know, like the strokes or, or total gimmick, you know what I mean? You don't have to be shat, <laughs> but I think there is something to say that they should, you should be like, somewhat cohesive in your look as a band yeah. you know what i mean it's, you know it's performance art yeah yeah and and as 17 year old 16 year old punk kids that's the last thing we wanted to hear or even think about right. but i think that does play into stuff you know what i mean how about uh yeah how you say the strokes i'm thinking the hives because they all wore fucking suits yep. kind of a gimmicky thing mm-hmm. i actually listened to them for a while yeah a lot of those yeah, kind of. Uh, I was just listening to uh, the Viagra Boys' new album, <laughs> and it's actually it's pretty good. Um, but it reminds me of the Hives. I don't know if the Hives. I I love the no. Hives. I don't know if they've put out anything recently or not. It's you. amazing, like with the availability of music, how lazy I feel like I've gotten with like keeping up with bands I really mm-hmm. love, and uh, how like I'll go back to listen to an album. That I haven't listened to in a couple of years and realize there's like a new one out that's a year mm-hmm. old or something. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, so it's almost like a double edged sword because there's so much out there that you lose track of stuff. For sure. You know what I mean? Like I started like like within the last like year or so, I started like doing the same thing, like going back to bands that I used to really like and like finding like some sort of social media form, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or something that I can follow. Right. So that if there is something new, it'll pop up every now and again. And I'm like, oh, okay. Whereas, like, if I don't do that, like, it just, it's not on my radar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so yeah, much other gets... stuff to consume me that I don't have the time to, like, be like, what the fuck is uh-huh. Open Hand up to? You know what I mean? Too much now. It's like fucking same thing with movies and TV shows, with Netflix and stuff. Just, yeah. just keeps coming out. Yeah. I have his last. I feel like this, so I feel like this podcast is like that for <laughs> me. Like, I go do research on what what the bronx is up to i'm like oh shit i gotta buy all these seven inches now yeah <laughs> the highest yeah, last funny. album was 2012 we need to start monetizing this shit so i can afford my vinyl <laughs> habits <laughs> yeah uh, 
Yeah, if you figure that out, let us know. Yeah, be sure to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if okay. any sponsors, uh, you know, are out there, uh, ranks for nothing, nothing at gmail.com. We need to make our... Yeah. I don't have the drive, the drive or time to deal with make that our shit. Own fucking <laughs> NFTs like Donald Trump did and sell them out real fast. <laughs> yeah. That was so hilarious. <laughs> Ours will all be wrestling cards. Dude, you know what we should sell as an NFT is that fucking keep the scene alive predators thing you made. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Yeah. That shit's tight, right? Uh, I'm so glad I found that. I thought I lost that forever. I'm so glad I found that again. Uh, that'd be good. One. You need to post that up on fucking Instagram one of these days. I, I thought you did once. But yeah, I mean, we need to like do it more often. Gotta keep it alive. <laughs> Just gotta keep the scene alive, bro. Uh, all right, well, that was fun. Yeah, that was great. I liked it. Yes. Uh, Thanks for Chase joining, Chase. Hell Chase is the uh, yeah. Sean. the uh, unofficial fourth member of the Ranks for Nothing. Thank you. Unofficial, it doesn't really matter. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's fine. This You're whole, the release pitch. I'm, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is all I've ever wanted, you guys. Thank you. <laughs> You're. <laughs> You're making all my dreams come true. Chase is in for the long con here. <laughs> waiting for one of us to get out. The one, the one, to make one listener's life one day. That's all we need. Just to please one, one fan of Chase. I've been, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm bringing in some uh, audience members. Uh, no, you are. They, it's fun. They all just want to listen to Matt yeah, talk. Yeah. So I feel like you and hey, I need to just shut up and let Matt. That's the money maker. Say, uh, rock you to sleep, baby hey. girl. Just get in bed. Thank you for that. That's what we need to do is get get like romance novels like to sponsor us and then Matt can like read the the intro or something to the book, like the the paragraph to sell Let's it. Let's do what uh, Howard Stern did in that movie where he fucking did the that thing. <laughs> and the girls just sit on the fucking speakers. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, Howard Stern. I haven't oh, seen that shit. movie in a while. <laughs> I wish that was streaming somewhere. I don't, yeah. I have no desire to watch that movie again. <laughs> I used to watch that. That was like one of my, one of the first few DVDs I bought. So it was like always on. Really? Were you like yeah. a Howard Stern fan? I used to listen to Howard Stern all the time back in high school. That's funny. But actually, yeah, I never really got into him. I, you know, he's like, yeah, me he's like, uh, the Beatles for me. <laughs> like, I I appreciate what he did. Yeah, I can't fucking stand. But mm-hmm. I don't want to yeah. listen to that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good equation. I'll take, I'll take the Stones over the Beatles. Analogy, all whatever you want to call it. Whatever you could listen to the yeah, Beatles. No, I, I, Beatles. I don't like fuck. the Beatles. I'm the same way. Like, oh, yeah. yeah he said Stones over the Beatles. Oh. I'm on that. I'm on board with that. Yeah, yeah. Beatles are gimmick. Gimmick. Band. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking fad. Are you guys even really British? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> they got everybody fooled. That's funny. Uh, they take off their masks. They're Japanese. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. I feel like the Japanese, you know, they they figure everything yeah. out and do it better. Yeah. It was like the first yeah. ag- algorithm. Yoko Ono. Was Yoko Ono? Was Yoko Ono Japanese? I think so. I actually I really hate Yoko Ono. Not for the reason most <laughs> people do. Because she's Japanese. For breaking up the band. <laughs> yeah, I just hate her for being Japanese. She <laughs> uh, is Japanese. Um, no, 
that uh, Christmas song that they, she did is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. And she has a terrible voice, and I hate her for that. It's worse than Mariah Carey. I don't give a shit about her. All right. Well, as long as I'm not hurting your feelings. <laughs> no. This is going to come back no. to haunt me when I run for president. You know, they're going to be like, he hates Japanese people. <laughs> this this man hates Yoko Ono. <laughs> and loves this band called Shaq. What does that say? Is this who you want running your city council? <laughs> All of their albums have the word cunt in it. <laughs> How could we elect this man? <laughs> is Yoko Ono still alive? <laughs> Uh, speaking of cunts, <laughs> she's, she's eighty nine. Hold on, you guys can't hear it, but I, I, I'm using the soundboard. <laughs> I'm trying to react to something I don't know what the soundboard is. Ching chong, ching chong, ching. This episode went off the rails real quick. It was just booing. Oh. God, that would be my <laughs> soundboard. Uh, sorry. Hold on. sorry. A, hold on, everybody, don't say anything. I have an awkward button. Not, not soundboard is nothing but racist slurs. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Our next episode is sponsored by the Proud Boys. Uh, All right, we should end this. Go together, together real we weird. Started. The guy who started who? Proud Boys. Proud Boys? Yeah. Gavin something? Oh. He also, didn't he start Vice? Yeah, he was part of it. He like left Vice no. to start the fucking Proud Boys. No shit, really? I didn't know that. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. Allegedly. <laughs> that was good timing, Matt. Proud Boys could do no wrong. You know what I'm saying. Uh, they get free fairy oh, rides Jesus. now. Did you see that video that's going around? You, you, can't, you can't look the way... Well, you. I was going to say you look, but I'm here with a bald head. Well, nobody can see yeah. us. Uh, yeah. Chase anyway. the proudest boy of all of us right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not a choice okay <laughs> just accepted reality it just doesn't grow <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think if I started losing hair I'd shave my head too oh it's so convenient like yeah uh, I don't have to I don't have to buy yeah, shampoo don't worry about you it. know it's you great do your hair for a and I fit in with thing. my with a pickleball crowd you know unless you want to get that Costanza look get that fucking donut or that horseshoe around your head. <laughs> I uh, did I send you that uh, the Instagram post about the skullet making a comeback? <laughs> I think a so. Bunch of... Jesus, is that like the fucking Hulk Hogan haircut? Pretty much, it's just a mullet, but with like nothing on top. Yeah, yeah it's a Hulk Hogan yeah. skirted eggshell, hot dog flavored skin. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, it's a good look. I might go for it. <laughs> Is that how your hair grows? Is it just all on top bald? Uh, it's just, it's like, yeah, pretty much. I've got like uh Kind of got like a Sergeant Slaughter thing going <laughs> on. Well, it grows on top, but it's almost like a different, it's like light. So whatever that is. It's like a peach fuzz on top. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think I've ever seen you either with like full hair or no hair. Yeah. Like I think those are the only ways I've seen your head. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you in transition age. <laughs> I I didn't really, as soon as it started going, I was like, ah, I'm just going to shave Fuck it off. It. Yeah. I didn't mess with Good it move. that long. Yeah. Good move. There's nothing worse than like the denial. Yeah. As soon as I got married, I'm like, well, this is what you get done. <laughs> this is me now. Yep. <laughs> Shaving my head. I'm leave it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah.
Alright, dudes. Alright. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.